welcome to the long and short of it. This is a podcast where we are anything but short and sweet. Oh yeah, and we discuss random scenarios and ponder them for too long. I'm Deanna. I'm Tim. See, I remembered our names this week. Do you feel better? <laughs> yeah. Now, now if we forget at the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's perfect. We got it. Boom. All right. Now we just have to keep it going. Consistency. <laughs> Starting that's in the new the year, twenty twenty one, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's my New Year's resolution. Actually, is just to remember to say my name. That's my New Year's resolution one through ten. Actually, cool, nice. Anyway, we have a lot to talk about, and by that I mean I have a lot to tell you. <laughs> yeah. But um, first, what are we doing today? So today, we're changing up the game a little bit here to get into the holiday spirits in December. Happy December, everyone, uh, and happy holidays for whatever you celebrate. Tim and I celebrate Christmas, so. Yeah, but, you know, celebrate whatever you want to celebrate. We'll try to, maybe, we'll make it a a thing where we get to cover all the different winter holidays. (laughs) We'll see, we'll see about that, but. Today, we'll probably start with just a little bit of good old Christmas trivia <laughs> and do a little bit of tickety-talking on that. Yeah. We wanted to do a yeah. little fun holiday month since it's been such a trash year. Uh, yeah. We'll break Try our Try to little... go out with a bang. Yeah. You know? We'll break from our typical uh, st- uh, structure. I was going to say schedule. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to pull that up the too. poll from last week. Get right into it. Oh, um, yeah. I'm just first things about, first. Yeah, first things first. And then I have a nice story. Um, yeah. So, the poll last week was, if you found out your life was a simulation, which would you prefer? Um, so, the options were The Matrix or The Truman Show, to go off of kind of what we talked about in last week's episode. But the stipulations mm-hmm. here were, you can fight to escape The Matrix like Neo, but you can't escape the dome in The Truman Show. So, it's basically, do you want to live... In a simulation like the Matrix, but there's a chance you can get out, um, you know, mm-hmm. if you fight hard enough, even though it's super dangerous. Um, yeah. Or do you want to live in a, like... In a bubble. In a bubble and never be able to live any differently. Um, so, I had... I voted on this specifically and typically i don't vote because there's something we talk about in the podcast but since we didn't talk about this on the podcast specifically like this specific scenario i wanted to vote so yeah. that we and and tim always votes on the polls i pretty much yeah. never i pretty much never do um so i immediately voted on this and then i was like wow fuck i regret my choice like instantly and i texted tim and i was like <laughs> i instantly regret my choice and i feel stupid and then like 10 minutes later i was like Nah, my choice was, I, I, I feel good about <laughs> Double it. Double down. But I wasn't like very definitive of which, uh, you know how I'm, I'm normally a little more heavy handed. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm a little bit more decisive. And I'm like, no, they're, they're totally wrong. The other side is totally wrong. No, this time I was yeah. kind of like, all right, I can see both sides. Um, mm-hmm. But do you remember what the percentages were? No. Um, I, yeah, I don't remember. It was 61 to 39 for The Matrix. So everyone said that they would mm. rather live in The Matrix. So, mm-hmm. including you. And yep. I chose The Truman Show. I knew, I figured you did. <laughs> after you sent me it being like, fuck. And then 
doing it again, being like, never mind, I found my Deanna way to spin it. (laughs) Well, okay, so the reason that I found my way through it was because I I was talking to Raya about it because she had never seen the Truman Show, so I was kind of giving her the lowdown on it. Yeah. Um, And in talking it out, I was like, oh, no, no, I like my choice better. Because I also had to, like, think about The Matrix then in, in the same way. Um, yeah. Anyway, what what was your reasoning? I'll ask you first because I, I know what mine is. Um, My reasoning is kind of heavy-handed just because I've only seen The Truman Show, like, one or two times in my life. And I've seen The Matrix more recently. So I, I kind of just knew the ins and outs of that world, I think, a little bit better, too. So, like, maybe some of the nuances for your reasoning might sway me, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. But just, like, taking the overarching concepts of living in, like, a real world in the Truman Show, but you're confined to a dome sort of fake world where people are monitoring you and stuff versus the, like, sort of plugged-into-your-head computerized version of that where you could like come out of it and then you realize that the world is like an apocalypse run by a bunch of alien machines that are just trying to like make you essentially just like a a piece of energy to mm-hmm. consume and that's why they put you in the matrix so you don't try to fight against it um for me it kind of just boiled down to the fact that in your scenario that you posed you can't leave the truman show and i never like being in confined spaces Mm. i'm not i'm not claustrophobic but just the idea of being like there's no way out of something yeah like trapping is just something that i inherently don't like so at least with the matrix i could be like yeah maybe i won't be neo but i could be one of the side characters that still lives because i just like brave it through with a neo like character Mm. and then i don't have to deal with all the hard shit so you were more anti-Truman Show than you were pro-Matrix. Well, yeah, both of them are, like, pretty... I mean, the Matrix has, like, the extra layer of having, like, the apocalyptic world to come out to. It's not like it's the Truman Show where if you got out, you're just in normal society again. Yeah. It's like you come out of the Matrix, and a lot of the reasons that one of the characters actually, like, double-crosses them, spoilers for the Matrix, is just because he realizes like oh the outer world is shit run by like all these hyper intellectual machine alien beings that we can't understand and i like my world better that's in my head that they made for me so i'm totally fine with living in the matrix whereas everyone else was like no that's not real we gotta fight for our freedom type thing and i was like yeah but that's scary but then with the truman show it's also scary to just be trapped in something and never be able to get out of it yeah, I think that I think that all makes sense. Um, so the reason I voted the Truman Show was actually to be anti-Matrix because <laughs> I figured um, I there's was a just, lot of downsides with Matrix. I was just like the Truman Show is so safe and the Matrix is so not safe. Like it's just all danger. And um, but then I regretted it because I was like, well, at least I could like escape. And if I didn't want to escape the Matrix simulation is still fine. It's normal life. Um, so I could just like sit in that simulation and whatever if I wanted mm-hmm. or I or I could choose to break out. But then I was just like, yeah, but if I want to break out, like there's nothing out there for me. Like they have a single city of like rebels 
and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only human civilization that's, like, free. And to say that I'm going to be the, the one, I'm going to be Neo, it's just not going to happen. I'm not, there's no, I would die trying to escape the simulation. That's what I'm trying to say, is I know I would die, <laughs> like, trying. Well, see, that's why I said I didn't have to be Neo. He could yeah. <laughs> do all the hard fighting for me, and I just get to be the side character that fights along with him. Well, I was just thinking, like, if you can fight to escape i was thinking like you had to put in a lot of effort like i don't know it well, just yeah i just don't want to be at the f- i don't want to be the main <laughs> the protagonist main in either yeah i don't want to be neo and i don't want to be jim carrey's character yeah so i was just like no i like the idea of the truman show more because i took this from a funnier side um so i totally picked the truman show innately just based on safety i was like yeah. His life is still completely normal. He has very normal experiences like any other person, which I know that's what scares other people. And that's why they chose the Matrix. They're like, well, I don't want to just live a normal life. Newsflash, this is very depressing, but 99% of us live a normal life. So uh, that re- <gasps> that really doesn't bother me. The The worst part about the Truman Show to me that I could think of was I wouldn't be able to travel. That would be the worst. Um, yeah. But like the other aspects of his life are kind of just like, whatever. They seem safe. It would not, like, my r- life wouldn't be perpetually ruined and traumatizing. Let's put it that way. Um, but the fun part about it that I saw was I took kind of, like, a piece from our episode where we talked about Black Friday and Walmart. So mm-hmm. the whole thing about the Truman Show is that there's a director and there's a set. And they react right. based on how he acts. So I'm like... So, so you'd fuck with them? Yes! I would just fuck <laughs> yeah. with them. And I would try to make them do what I wanted based on like rebelling against the show and shit and like they can't let me go and if they do let me go then i'm free and i'm just back in the normal world but otherwise like if i knew i was part of that simulation i just couldn't leave i would just try to make them give me things that i wanted and i would like torment the actors and stuff like not (laughs) not being cruel but i just mean like i could just like really like prank around with them knowing and and, like stuff and like you know the only thing is is like you would never have like I mean, maybe you would. I was going to say, like, you would never really have, like, a true personal relationship. That's, like, the scariest part to me. Um, Right. That's kind of the thing with the Matrix is, like, the people that are in there are people and they're just, mm -hmm. like, consciously connected, which is how they, like, created the rebellion in the first place. That's true. That's that's the more genuine. Truman Show is, like, very isolated. Yeah. It's, like, I mean, but they are real people. They're just acting. So, like, maybe you could, like, because, like, the people in the show did feel for him. Like... They were right. empathetic, but because it was their job, kind of. So, like, I wouldn't. It just, yeah. I would it, feel like a human subject rather than yeah. like making honest connections. Like, I would have to like really change my outlook on things and do a lot of suspension of disbelief to like be like, I know this is fake, but I'm gonna pretend that they are my real friends. Yeah. Like I they may like... still feel for me, but like I know that they are getting paid to interact with me, type thing. Yeah. It would just be so funny, though, of just, I mean, I'm saying this because I'm not there. It would not be funny in real life, but yeah, of just being in a dome and like knowing I'm totally safe. I feel like that's nice. Uh, If I took the Matrix, though, I I totally understand why people chose the Matrix. I actually really am like 51 to 49 percent on this. Like, I uh, I don't know. I'm not really certain that I would enjoy this. I just think for me, it would be best that way. Um. If it was, if I chose mm-hmm. the Matrix, I think I would just choose to live in the simulation, and I would not break out. 
Well, see, the thing they could also do is entice you with that, like, giving you a much more posh life, like, sort of with fucking with the directors in the Truman Show, if you kind of did with the spoilers, the the double agent does being like, nah, I'm killing all y'all or I'm bringing y'all back to the Matrix because yeah. that's what they want type thing. They, like, can promise you with, like, oh, we see that you're, like, middle class. We could, like, give you a shit ton of money if you come back to the Matrix type thing and be like, okay, I'm listening. Yeah, What's that's in true. it for me? Oh, I could do that. I could, like, wager with y- them. Yeah. Hmm. You just can't wager too much because then they'll... At least with the Truman Show, you do have like complete safety in that realm. Whereas with the Matrix, yeah, if they, you like push a little too far, they'll be like, "We'll just kill you, man." I'm like, just not. You're that one much in a billion. Of, I'm just not that much of a risky person or very confrontational. So, I, I'm just yeah. gonna take the safer route and have fun with the directors and stuff, and hope hope I get thrown in an actor that like actually cares about me and like secretly gives you like food from the outside yeah like on the dl is like giving me actual info and stuff or something i don't know like i just feel like it would be interesting uh more more interesting um i probably wouldn't feel that way in real life you know it's always different um, yeah the classic but yeah the, the results were coming in and i was like i cannot wait to talk about this because <laughs> so many people chose matrix and i was just like damn do we all really care about our freedom like that <laughs> We are Americans. Yeah. Um, the people that chose Truman Show, thank you. <laughs> I know <laughs> I knew who they were. Tom was one of them. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, you made me feel better about it. Um, That's good. But I I'm was, glad you feel better. Yeah, whatever. It was interesting. <laughs> I, I was actually kind of yeah. surprised. I thought it would be a little bit closer. But I think people just, the idea of everyone being fake is like really what was kind of putting everyone off. Well, I thought, like how you said, Raya hadn't seen the Truman Show. I thought that was going to be like a bigger split that, of that like... That too, that could be it. I thought it was going to be more like 80-20 that The Matrix was just like way more pervasive in our timeline of pop culture stuff. Yeah, I was worried that people wouldn't know what The Truman Show was. So yeah. I'm actually surprised with how many votes we did get because I, I thought it was going to be way less this week. But I didn't care because obviously I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know. Um, yeah. But yeah. So good on you guys for knowing your movies. Coming from me, who doesn't know any, I saw that in school. So <laughs> yeah. Um, Still saw it. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we brought up the precious pole. The precious um, pole. But I have been sitting on a story to tell Tim. That um, sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, it's. <gasps> Okay, just gonna let <laughs> let that hang in the air. Um, yeah, good. <laughs> just really kill it. <laughs> Don't acknowledge the joke. Acknowledge the exasperated laugh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I kind of gave him a taste of this. This is just like a fun overall. I'm trying to. I'm gonna be quick about it. But so one of the big things in my life, one of the most challenging things, and I know I'm being super dramatic, first worldy, is that I have never had. A good hoagie or cheesesteak in New England. I just don't think I ever will. I don't think anyone knows what it means to make a good hoagie. I, they, no one has good lunch meat. No one has good bread. That is like... So, anyway. Recently, I have found a cheesesteak place. So, cheesesteaks and hoagies alike. I eat hoagies way more often than cheesesteaks, but... Um, it's good background I, info. Know, yes. So, 
recently I have found a cheesesteak place in Rhode Island that I was super, super excited about because it looked really good because the two things I care about most with hoagies and cheesesteaks alike is the bread. The bread is like my main problem. I feel like, Tim, I don't really gatekeep food. Like I don't criticize people for the way they eat or like how they like a certain thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But when it comes to these two things, I'm pretty picky. Um, I don't, cause you know how like some, like people will gatekeep about like whether or not you can put pineapple on pizza. I don't give a fuck. Like, like, like stuff like that. I'm just like, and yeah, people are the same way about like, uh, pork roll versus Taylor ham in New Jersey. Like, I don't give a shit about that. It's hoagies sure. and cheese, hoagies and cheesesteaks. They are, they're so different when you leave the, the state. Um, and the two big things about <laughs> it is that the bread is always shitty everywhere I go. It's never like. I just don't know how to describe it. It's not fluffy. It's not firm. Like hoagies, they specifically need to be able to withhold like the mayo and all the meat and stuff and like not be soggy. And I like sesame seeds on it and stuff like that. And then Mm -hmm. the thing about cheesesteaks is the cheese for me. The thing about cheesesteaks in my area is it's got to be American cheese and it's got to have most of the time the best ones. Uh, I don't always get this, but uh, to have whiz on it, cheese whiz. My, my staples mm. for a cheesesteak cheese are caramelized onions, cheese whiz, and American cheese. Got to have that. The meat's got to be chopped up. I don't want fucking... I don't want a steak sandwich. Completely different. Completely different than cheesesteak. Cheesesteak's got to be greasy. Got to be muddled up. Everything's oh, got to yeah. be like mixed together. Whatever. Found this cheesesteak place in Rhode Island. Looked exactly <laughs> the same. Found out. Found out that they use the bread from my favorite bakery. Amazing. Lissio's Bakery best fucking bread their slogan is it's all about the bread it's amazing i go home every single time i go home i get a hoagie from them they make the best fucking hoagies they also make amazing desserts and danishes and stuff found out this this rhode island cheesesteak place is sourcing their bread from them best news of of my life best news of my life so yeah so they i ordered this today i was like self-care sunday man i'm gonna have a greasy <laughs> cheesesteak and fries like i can't wait hell yeah man they're open i found out i was gonna have it for lunch found out they're only open from five to ten okay whatever they take pre-orders because they're order only so i ordered i pre-ordered at noon for this cheesesteak for 5 30 today it's 4 30 and i'm like man i'm getting hungry i had only eaten two pancakes all day i was like purposely fasting so then <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm getting kind of hungry. It's 4.30, like whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see if they're like posting because on Instagram they post a lot, um, just like videos and stuff. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I wonder if they have like a bunch of orders. I hope they're not busy because I don't want to go stand in line to pick this out with a bunch of people around. I'm very anti-people currently during quarantine. And yes, I go on their Instagram and I see on their stories, they're like, oh, sorry, everyone, we're closed today. We had a staffing issue. So we will not be open tonight. And I'm like, I like texted Tim about it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so disappointed. It's literally an hour before I'm supposed to pick it up. I was looking forward to this all day. (laughs) Fine. I'm just going to have mac and cheese. I eat the mac and cheese in like 15, 20 minutes. Then 10 minutes after that, I get a text from, cause I'm like pissed because I paid, by the way, my order for this was $30. I, uh, it's like a $16 sandwich, which is 
kind of expensive, but I'm worth it. I, I, I'm worth it. It's I'm worth it. worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I am also Self-care worth it. Self-care Sunday. It's worth it. I'm worth it. I'm worth it. Uh, yeah, that's basically what <laughs> I was thinking. Treat yourself. Uh, yeah, and I got an extra order of fries, which are like six bucks or whatever. And oh, then okay, I tipped, yeah, yeah. I tipped 20% on top of that. Good. Letting everyone know that you should tip 20% for, for especially right now. Um, yes, so it was, please it do. Was, it was pricey, but I was like, yeah, this is going to be worth it. I get a text at 5.30 saying my order is ready. And I'm like, oh, this must be automated. But it's kind of weird. I want my money back. I don't want them to think that I got my order um, yeah. since they're closed. So then I, w- I just like had a feeling. I was just like, this is kind of weird. And there was a phone number attached to my confirmation text. So I ca- tried to call that. No one answers. So I DM them on Instagram. And I'm like, hey, I got a confirmation. I, I didn't know you guys were going to be closed. I pre-ordered. Um, I, I assume this text is automated. Will I still get my refund? And they replied and were like, no, we made your order. It's here and ready. We we decided to adhere to all the pre-orders that we had and just not Aww. be open for anyone else. Yeah. My reaction too. I was like, wow, this is a super dedicated company. Like complete shout out to them. I they're amazing. Um, they actually adhered to their pre-orders. Okay. Cool. If only you knew earlier. If only I had known that and texted <laughs> them when I first found out or DM them. Because I just went, oh, okay. And then in the meantime was pulling <laughs> like like my jacket on and everything. And I'm like racing out the door because it's 530 now. It takes me like a bit to get there. And then yep. the big problem here was I had already eaten Annie's mac and cheese. And I don't know about what other people do, but I eat an entire box myself easily. Mac and cheese is my shit. I can put away any amount of cheese. So I'm like laughing because I had just finished. It wasn't like an hour in between. I had just finished. And I'm like, I got to eat this big fucking thing or like not <laughs> eat it or just eat a part of it or whatever. So I'm like laughing yep. on the phone to Raya. And she's like, you sound hysterical. And I'm like, I just don't even want to know what to do. I'm literally racing to a cheesesteak place. <laughs> like I, I, so I like get there uh, and go inside and, like, and I'm just like, oh, like I'm here for my order guy gives it to me and i was just like oh yeah sorry like i sorry i thought um i thought since you guys were closed i thought that my answer was my order was just going to be canceled and he goes oh no yeah he he made sure that you were taken care of and i was just like oh thanks i'm so sorry like i apologize because i felt bad like if they were supposed to be closed you know there there were other people's orders on the shelf though so it wasn't just me but yeah so i leave and i come back not only first off this sandwich looked amazing covered in cheese whiz like just slammed with cheese decimated and, and it comes with queso uh like like i said cheese whiz and mm-hmm. american cheese and onions you know my three staples comes on the lesios roll perfect and so the other thing is i got a side of fries <laughs> i didn't read that it comes with fries in the box so i had a separate order of fries oh and my cheese. god so now I'm like, I don't know what to do. I have too much food. And so I ended up eating half the sandwich, saving the other half and all of the fries. I think I had like 10 fries. Uh, and now I'm just going to have a banging lunch for tomorrow. Jesus. It was it was quite the experience of a uh, haphazard mayhem of me not like, I just totally should. I don't even know. I should have waited. I just was like, I don't feel like waiting until five to order it because they had been so busy this past week. Like so many people have been going to order from them. So mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to get in the door, get my foot in the door, order early. 
mistakes <laughs> were made because <laughs> they're also not open again until Wednesday. So I was like, oh, now I got to wait until Wednesday to get my cheesesteak. Yeah. I mean, a lot of mistakes happened, but it was just the timing of it. But also the fact that you just ordered double the amount of fries is just extra like. I know. I was like, oh, I could have saved. I was like, I could have <laughs> yeah. saved six dollars. Also, for anyone, uh, they have a completely vegan option, which I'm really interested. In. I oh. wanted to try, but my problem is, is like when I want a cheesesteak, I want like a want greasy, that. like you know, yeah, totally gonna kill me in thirty years cheesesteak. I so, want my stomach to hurt tonight. Yeah, but it looks <laughs> it looks really good, so I might just try it one day. Um, yeah, but yeah, highly recommend Tilly's PVD. It's bomb. It's delicious. I cannot believe I put I I ate the whole half a sandwich, which is still massive. Uh, it's like it's like a I, I, I guess it's not a foot long. I don't know. It feels like a foot long, but it's probably like eight inch hoagie. Um, it's like a child size, right? It's pretty big. Um, it's probably like the length of my forearm, if not more. I think it's probably more. Um, so like four inches. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> anyway you know anyone else probably wouldn't have been able to do it but since i eat cheese so often I no was, one else could have done it i was ready <laughs> no i just feel like if someone ate a whole box of mac and cheese and then had to go pick up their food order yeah they probably wouldn't have eaten it but i was just probably. like i'm not gonna miss out on this opportunity to heat it eat it fresh and hot so yeah I just, I just did it anyway i didn't really eat all day so it actually was good because uh I wasn't super overly full. But anyway, that's, that's my story. I was going to nice. tell my Instacart story, which I did for the first time, but it was not nearly as interesting, which was just that a guy subbed out my oat milk for two bottles of a, of a different brand, and I hit approve and didn't realize it, so I ended up paying $10 in plant milk. Oof. So that was fun. It was yeah. fun. He was super nice. I gave him five stars. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> that's my synopsis there <laughs> see i did a long story and then a short story on brand that's good that's good yeah i've heard a lot of mixed reviews about all the different types of instacarts doordash all those middleman sort of things like was, they're hit or miss sometimes it was amazing having it dropped off at my door that's what i will say like yeah every other part of it is awful but <laughs> having it at my door and i didn't have to talk to anyone face to face that is perfect um yeah i mean like it's it's interesting that it's such like a it's a very like necessary in this day and age like mm. thing that you would expect to have but it's like uh, i was just watching a youtube video of like this this guy talking about it recently which is funny that you're bringing it up but <laughs> in summary he like kind of talks about the whole like no one's winning in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> like you, like in your case, like you got screwed over because they had to like substitute something that costs way more, and you accidentally hit okay, and mm -hmm. then you're just like, oh shit. And then there's like a bunch of articles and stuff about how the businesses that use things like Instacart, not just them specifically, but other services like Instacart, how it like actually loses them money. And oh, interesting. the companies that they have to use are like overcharging them because they know that they need them. Oh. And then on top of all of that, the the middleman stuff, Instacart, isn't making money. It's like no one's winning in like this grand <laughs> scheme of thing where like you have to spend more money for the delivery service yeah. that the the company has to 
asked them to do, which cost them money on top of the limited work that they get and the limited orders because of COVID. And then like, they don't get money. It's, it's so weird. Yeah. I just like, you just get badgered about like the options, like approving substitutes and like, you know me, yeah. I'm very picky about what I buy and like, what is what I find worth paying for and what I don't, aka mm-hmm. Breakstone sour cream. I live or die by that. I will not order. I will not buy anything else. I would rather have pretty much. Mm, yeah, I almost like never want anything else. But then, like other things, I buy store brand all the time. So my like my man tried my to man. sub sub out my three dollars on sale red seedless grapes for six dollars, and thought I would be fine with that. No, my man, I will just drop the grapes. Like I, <laughs> please do not make me pay six dollars a pound for grapes. Um, yeah, and then he he gave me selections of like I wanted a pack of salami, and like for some reason they wouldn't let me order from the deli counter, so I had to get like a prepackaged one. And he's like, yeah. "Oh, they don't have regular; they only have light." It's like, bruh, it's just salt. Yeah, I'll take the light. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I think I'm okay. Um, yeah, the the oat milk thing was like I gave him a brand that pre-approved, mm-hmm. but. I didn't notice. And then, so he said that he subbed it out and I was like, okay, cool. Let it go. Didn't realize that he saw, he chose two because the initial brand I chose was Oatly and then the sub brand I chose was Planet Oat. Planet yeah. Oat. And Oatly's bottle is 64 ounces and Planet Oat is like 54, 52. So I guess like uh, he thought like, oh, she needs 64. So like, right. instead of instead of just giving me one, he was like, I guess she wants two. So I have 120 ounces now of fucking oat milk nice. that I'm never going to get Perfect. through. So good thing it doesn't really spoil, um, at least very quickly, that is. So I've been yeah. kind of hauling through it. I started like drinking it too because it tastes good anyway. But yeah, it does. crazy, yeah. crazy experience. This has been a whole story podcast so far, but I don't care. <laughs> That's fine. It's okay because we're, we started from the beginning saying that we were breaking from the formula. Yeah. But now, trivia. with all the stories aside, we can get to the meat and potatoes of the trivia. Okay, so I picked out this really wonderful 10-question quiz off of the super awesome, totally verified website of BuzzFeed. <laughs> and for anyone that wants to play along, feel free. Um, I won't know your answers because... You won't be playing this in real time with us, so I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, Wait, we should probably give a disclosure warning that, uh, full disclosure, that Tim and I are terrible at trivia. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. the the title of this specifically says, if you can't score 6 out of 10 on this Christmas trivia quiz, then you're obviously a Grinch, and oh, I find Jesus. that unfair, because right. That's we're not be great us. at trivia. I'm gonna I'm gonna lower it to three out of ten, you know, mm. keep the bar real low. You have no faith in us. All right, so if we get six out of no, ten, I, we're like exceedingly, we're like Santa Claus. I feel like six out of ten is like average. I feel like that you would do it. Hmm. I'm just saying that that's failing, Tim. But okay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying for us, you know, like the weighted oh. grades, mm-hmm. like is where the the stupid kids in class that. All the teachers just lose hope and they don't want to give bad grades, so they just scale up everyone else's grades. Oh, okay. So then cool. we pass, we, and then we bring down the curve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, go ahead. So 
Let's start off with a wonderful Christmas trivia. First question. What is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? And there are four answers to choose from per question. Are there options for every question? Yes, there are. Cool. That's what I was saying as you interrupted me. So that's cool. Oops. (laughs) It's fine. Your four (laughs) questions, or your four choices, rather, are Home Alone, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Elf. Which one? (laughs) Or A Christmas Story. Fuck. Okay, I knew they were going to throw in like a classic. Everyone loves a Christmas story, but did it highest grossing? See, I still is it highest grossing of all time? Of all I, time. I feel like it I said you didn't give me the options when you first read this. Like we always right. test out the stuff we're going to do on the the episode. So, um but Tim didn't tell me any of the answers. I said this unprovoked. I said that it was Elf. Is that your final answer? It could be Home Alone though. They like they play it, but Elf plays every fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> like every year, all, all of them technically I mean, get played every they, year. They do, but like, I don't know if it was like this for you, but in like school, like they had like standard movies they would play for you at certain times of the year. like when we had like an off day and they had nothing to do, they would play Finding Nemo. Oh yeah. I don't know why, and like Elf was one of those things where you always just. God, okay. Oh, it's got I mean, for reference, Elf is my Nana's like favorite Christmas movie to watch that we watch every year. It's everyone's. Like, it is I pervasive. Mean, it's, it's, it's not my favorite. Home Alone is my favorite. I'm going to say Elf just because it was my gut feeling. Okay. What are you going to say? I'm going to say it's Home Alone. I Okay. I hope we're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for reference, I don't know these answers either. I just look through the questions and everything. Okay. Yeah, they have it. So, I'm hidden. But I'll, I'll choose them based off yours. So we'll get get that. Okay. Elf was wrong. Fuck. Home Alone. God damn it. <laughs> oh, wait, made... I'll keep score of what you had versus what I had. Okay, cool. I was going to say, I, I can just scroll up and like see it at the end. But Home Alone made $286 million at the box office when it was released in 1990. And it is still the most successful holiday movie. God damn it. I mean, I love that movie, so I'm not mad. But It's great. It, it's easy. Yeah, it, I... I can't think of a See, I think I think also Home Alone just like plays what we were saying about Elf where it's like very pervasive. It does but play it's a lot. also old enough that it's uh, kind of I, got the Christmas story classic like it's been playing for Elf much was longer. What, like 2005, Two, so Yeah, something like that, 2004 maybe. Yeah, so it's like it's not as old, but yeah, I just was thinking got at like, least 10 more years on it. I just everyone like always quotes it and everything like, but it know, is a very quotable color? movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. It's not. It's yeah. It's it's up there for me, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. Continue. Sorry, just okay. drank into the mic. Next question in the song Twelve Days of Christmas." What gift was given on the seventh day of Christmas? Was it oh, drummers drumming? No. Golden rings. No, that's five. Swans a swimming, or pipers piping. Swans a swimming. Uh, you were right. Okay, I was like, please save me here. I'm pretty sure. That's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I I saw you struggling. It. The, the trick is just it's, that it's alliteration. Yeah, that's what I was going with, and. Yeah, that was the but, only one. But what's pipers piping? Is that? It's that that nine, or. Cause it's tw- it's nine pipers piping maybe. Isn't it twelve drummers drumming or something? 
I don't know. Look it up for us I while I read off <laughs> the description. Being, I got from something this, wrong recently. We were talking about this, actually, but go ahead. From the song 12 Days of Christmas, the tune goes on the... Okay, it just describes it. Okay, that's stupid. I thought it was going to give, like, a little tidbit. Um, It's four calling birds, three French hens, two turtles. Yeah. Uh, seven swans Everyone are swimming, knows. eight maids are milking. I knew, okay, I knew that. Wow, it literally cut off right where I needed it to. <laughs> nine nine ladies dancing, ten lords a-leaping, eleven pipers. So okay, 11. I said it was either was right. nine or eleven. Yeah. And then 12. Nice. I knew the, the drummer's drumming is always last. Yeah. Okay. The best one for last. Cool. I'm okay. I'm glad I guessed that. Cool. <laughs> nice. Okay. Now we're back to best-selling questions. What oh, wait. is? You knew that too, right? I did. Keeping score. Go ahead. Mainly just because alliteration. But what's the best-selling Christmas song of all time? Is it "All I Want for Christmas Is You"? <laughs> that was what I said <laughs> off the cuff. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> Silent Night, Santa Baby. Or White Christmas. Interesting. I'm actually not sure. So, okay. I recently talked about this with Raya. I think Silent Night Silent Night is the worst Christmas song ever. Um, I absolutely wow. hate it. I hate 90% of religious Christmas music, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Silent Night is so boring. Puts you to sleep. I hate it. Um that's the point. I realized though that Paul McCartney song, uh, "Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time," garbage. That's probably below it. Um, I was by, gonna say, usually you rip on that one the most. I hate that one, uh, but I really do hate "Silent Night." So I'm gonna say no to that one. I okay. Love all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. So I want it to be that one. In theory, so bad. I feel like it's either that or "White Christmas," but I'm gonna say Mariah Carey. I had the same exact thought, except I'm going to say White Christmas. Okay. Just because I feel like White Christmas was has been out longer, right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, way longer. So I feel yeah. like it's got that track Yeah, record. you're right. I just think that Mariah Carey makes millions of dollars every year, so. <laughs> she does. That's true, too. I don't know. She could be really close to it. I don't know. Let's yeah. see. Uh, it was White Christmas. Damn it. Ooh. I was just hoping. White Christmas holds the Guinness World Record for best-selling single? Really? Jesus. Interesting. Yeah, okay, 1942. Wow. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, it's wait. definitely way longer. There's multiple versions. Uh, the version yeah. sung by Bing Crosby, which everyone knows, was... Uh, oh, yeah. The version sung by Bing Crosby is the world's best-selling single with estimated sales in excess of 50 million copies worldwide. Hoo-wee. Okay, yeah. When the yeah. figures for other versions of the song are added to Crosby's, sales of the song exceed 100 million. Um, That's redonk. Yeah, it looks like it was 1947. Either way, fi- like uh, close to the 50s. So yeah, I, I just have never taken it into account. I'm just thinking about like... Ugh. nowadays I mean, how good mariah carey feels with that she's not a good person but <laughs> i mean it's not that she's not good. she's just a diva um yeah but well she also whatever. let her voice go to shit real hard and she really Remember struggles on New nowadays Year's when she just like totally <laughs> totally got fucked yeah. over anyway yeah you. all right so <laughs> score count you are three out of three i'm one out of three <laughs> All right, I've passed the Grinch part. <laughs> Our low bar Grinch. Our low bar, yeah. But, you know, we still got more questions. Let's see. Okay, 
Next question. Gingerbread houses were inspired <laughs> Oops, by which popular fairy tale? Gingerbread houses were inspired by which popular fairy tale? Okay, go ahead. Little Red Riding Hood, Three Little Pigs, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, or Hansel and Gretel? Hmm. I know this one. You fucker. How? <laughs> um, if I explain my reasoning, uh, it will be a dead giveaway. Gingerbread houses were inspired. It's, I don't. <sighs> I'm going to say the three little pigs. Final answer. Mm-hmm. Hansel and Gretel. Final answer. Yeah. Good. Good answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I I mean, I also know it just because that was one of the earliest childhood books my sister would read to me a lot as a kid. So I just also recall that, but it's been reinforced when I took German in high school all the time and we learned about the Brothers Grimm and the Black gotcha. Forest where all yes. the fairy tales were created and specifically in the story Hansel and Gretel when they get lost in the woods, the the witch's house is made of gingerbread, which is oh. the whole thing about them eating everything and getting super fat so the witch can eat her, eat them. Okay, so I have never read Hansel and Gretel. Um, this was my reasoning for why I chose it. First off, I assumed... I'm wrong, apparently. I assumed The Three Little Pigs wasn't that old. It is, it is it's very It's pretty old. Um, yeah. I thought for some reason that it wouldn't be. Um but my thought process was <laughs> that they used the bread bread pieces. <laughs> the breadcrumbs yeah, as gingerbread. So, <laughs> so I was like breadcrumbs gingerbread going with it. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah, maybe they made that a reason. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Hanzo and Girl besides the breadcrumbs. Um, well, there was a little pre- pigs just seemed too like recent to me, so I just was like, uh, nothing was made out of bread there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was three interested little... why you thought three little pigs. Um, because what were the first two options? Little Red, Red, Red Riding, Riding Hood. Hood. I was like, no, nah, fuck that. No, um, and Goldilocks. Oh, Goldilocks was about a bed. I don't know why that would have had to do anything with gingerbread. Three little pigs. She, I thought... she eats porridge. Also yeah, in but... that in that story. The Three Little Pigs, I thought about it because gingerbread houses uh, are, like, simple and, like, can knock over easily. And I was thinking about the Three Little Pigs they knock over. Hey. And they, what houses do they have? Straw, stick, and whatever. I forget what the thing was. Brick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No gingerbread, unfortunately. Yeah, but I was just like, ah. I didn't know. (laughs) It falls over easily. (laughs) When you don't, yeah. I literally was like. It's like cardboard, falls over, sticks, done. <laughs> I mean, that's a big jump to get inspired to make gingerbread houses, being like, you know what falls apart real easily? Gingerbread. Well, when you don't know the stories because you're uncultured, I don't know what to say. All right, let's see. Hansel well, and Gretel. Go ahead. Also, there was a Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy episode where they <laughs> do the Hansel and Gretel, and Billy eats literally everything. <laughs> Uh, That's also why I remember that one too. Huh. Because Grimm, they had to do a whole, I think, like three episodes about the Brothers Grimm fairy tales with the three of them. 
Printed versions of the Three Little Pigs were dated back to the 1840s, but the story itself is thought to be older. Hansel and Gretel was published in 1812 in Grimm's Fairy mm-hmm. Tales. Um, so technically, I was still right that Hansel and Gretel was older, but <laughs> my thought, hey, I got to the right answer. That's all that matters. Yeah, you did. All right. I'm up two, two to four, 50%, baby. <laughs> Ooh. Get well, we get this ne- next one because we talked about it already. And you answered it immediately with the right answer. Canada, the UK, and most other Commonwealth countries officially celebrate the day after Christmas as what holiday? Boxing Day! That's right. And beside, despite its name, the day after Christmas actually has nothing to do with boxing. Yeah, I don't remember why it's called that. I don't know. Great. I'm not from the UK. (laughs) Moving on! Uh, okay. Where did eggnog originate? Ooh. Oh, God. Was it the U.S. of A? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Britain? Germany? Or Spain? Eggnog. Um. What's, what's in eggnog again? Um. Egg. Egg and nog. (laughs) (laughs) Milk. (laughs) Alcohol, typically, for the adults. that's what I'm thinking. So, you know what? I'm just going to say the U.S. Is that your final answer? (sighs) I'm going to say it every time, no matter if I know the answer or not. No, I know. I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah. What were the other options? Germany or Spain? Germany, Spain, or Britain. You think it's... You think it's could be germany all right germany okay i was leaning germany too i feel like this has some sort of european connotation to it and i just feel like it might be a german thing okay because they get creative no while historians still debate its exact origin most agree it came from early medieval britain okay i was my dead last answer so i'm okay with that yeah uh the reason i said germany last second was because of like how pervasive christmas is there like and how we have like the german market in italy and stuff like mm-hmm. that so i was just like yeah it's their thing <laughs> yeah and they also just like their alcoholic beverages there yeah they yeah. mix it up um it used to be called posset a hot milky ale-like drink hmm. interesting interesting nice wow, little fun factoid thing. i know uh i did look so up boxing alike. day for you uh mm-hmm. I don't, there are competing theories for the origins, the, I don't, it just says the European tradition of giving money and other gifts to those in need has been dated to the Middle Ages, but the, the exact origin is unknown. It, it doesn't really give like a description. So it's it just an extension of Christmas giving. Just says it's a celeb- day, a holiday celebrated day after Christmas. Um, what a great origin. description of a holiday. It's celebrated after this holiday. Yeah. Uh, it's. Yeah, I don't really get it. All right. Well, if anyone knows what it is, let us know somehow. Yeah, I was just going to say, please tell me, because I've never understood it. Yeah. Next question. We're on seven, right? I believe so. They didn't number these. Good job, BuzzFeed. (laughs) Come on, you had one job. Santa has three reindeer with names that start with the letter D. Danner, Dasher, and your options. Oh, we we did talk about this one, right? Donner? We did. Yeah. Dixon, Dylan, Dachshund, or Donner? And it's Donner. 
Correct. And there's no fun fact. Just a picture of a reindeer that's made with watercolor. Correct. Uh, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't actually, we, again, to restate, we didn't see any of these answers. We just knew some of them. No, we just, <laughs> yeah, we just read off some questions to see if we wanted to do it. And we're like, oh, yeah, Donner. Oh, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Last so the three. Gr- the last three. The Grinch's heart is said to be how many sizes too small? Oh, Five. You told me, you told me I did. earlier. I did. I didn't realize this was a question. Wow. Oh. Okay. So how many sizes did it grow too small? It's is it five, four, three, or two? Two. That's right. Only two sizes you... too small. I want you to know I would not have said two. Um What would you have reason... said? Well, I told you originally eleven, so <laughs> <laughs> Well now with these four options, would you still have said eleven? <laughs> what was it? Five, four, three, or two? Yeah. I probably would have said five. I probably I probably would have messed up and because it's he his heart grew three sizes. I probably would have messed it up and said three three sizes too small, like something like that. Yeah. We t- we talked about it beforehand because I saw on a different quiz that said how much did his heart grow, and then yeah. I was like, oh, it's three, and then Tim was like, but how much did it? How much? How small was it? And so now it's in this. Yeah. Place. Wow. Small world with Christmas questions. Correct. The Grinch was born with the heart two sizes too small. Thanks. I knew that because I answered it correctly. All right. And we also talked about this one. Why didn't Charlie Brown like Christmas? Oh, this is one I don't know. His parents were I feel away. Like an idiot. Was it because his parents were away, or he had a bad headache, or he didn't believe in Santa, or he thinks it's too commercialized? I. I'm I I want to say it's too commercialized. I don't know why. Is that your, your final answer? Yeah, I I just don't. Yeah. That's right. I don't okay. even have to click on it. I know it's right. It I is was right. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember him like griping about it the whole time, yeah. being like, "It's ridiculous." Yep. Charlie Brown didn't want to celebrate at first because he felt like Christmas was too commercialized, which is why he got the small Christmas tree instead yeah. of buying one. I you know I don't know if this is like a hot take or not, but I used to love. I, it's not because I just love Halloween, but I I liked the Great Pumpkin. I feel like I liked yeah. that one more. I don't but know what ones I, I haven't. Like more. S- I haven't seen either of them in a while because yeah, you know, I don't I don't have cable, and I think they like didn't. I don't know. I never see them played on cable when I am home. So yeah, I feel like the only ones I've seen on cable were the Thanksgiving ones. Yeah, which I I've don't seen care that one about. the most recently. It's cute. They all come together, have their own kid one. Yeah, I just don't care about Thanksgiving, I guess. I mean, yeah. They're they all just be like, Ah all our plans are foiled. Oh, let's just all get together for Thanksgiving. It's uh the thing that makes it for me is just the end where everyone's happy and actually eating. I just like the music. Yeah. It's got great music at the end too. Because everyone's actually happy instead of Charlie Brown just having the sad mopey music as he's like, everyone's got Thanksgiving plans. (laughs) All right. This is the last Last, question because it says it says lastly. So thanks, BuzzFeed, for letting me know. Which holiday was Jingle Bells originally written for? Okay. well, I didn't know that it wasn't for Christmas. Me either. Um, This is going to be an interesting one. 
Is it New Year's, Valentine's Day, Easter, or Thanksgiving? It's not. It can't be Easter. Yeah, this is this is a weird one. Wow, I started singing Jingle, Jingle Bell Bells? Rock. I forgot what the original Jingle Bells was for a second. Jingle um, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I keep. I I've been listening to a lot of Christmas music, so I'm like singing the wrong things. Um. Sorry, I'm singing it in my head. Um, what were the options? Valentine's Day, New Year's, Easter, or Thanksgiving. What the fuck? <laughs> New Year's. My my inkling is to say New Year's, but that's purely based off the fact that it's just the next closest holiday. Same, and that there would be bells. I. It could be dashing through snow. No, is that jingle bells? But, no, that's dashing through. Uh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, why would the fuck? If it's Easter, I'm gonna be pissed off. Um, and I don't. I mean, it's probably also changed a little bit because it says originally written for. So I feel that's like true. The song premise is probably the same but the lyrics are probably more catered to like christmas stuff but like I, none of these none of these things like scream jingle bells to me uh i mean like or like a one horse open sleigh like, like what would you be in a one horse open sleigh for yeah i was trying to think like valentine's day because like romantic but maybe uh i'll say Okay, I I don't know. Um, let's let's pick two. You pick one, and I'll pick a I'll pick a different one. See if one of right, us gets wanna, it right. If if you pick New Year's, then I'll pick Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah, are we good with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna lose anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll go with that. Nope. Apparently, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, I had I okay. I was kind of thinking it might be thanks like. I was just like, I guess it could be, but I don't know why. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the actual song. It says... Oh, that's bullshit. James Lord Pierpont wrote a song called One Horse Open Sleigh and performed it at his church's Thanksgiving concert originally. Oh, this is in, stupid, so it's in not the 1857. song. It just wasn't performed for the Christmas holiday. Right. But it was it was written for a Thanksgiving concert, I guess. It's not so much for the That's lame. singing about the holiday celebration, but making a song for a concert that had a bunch of people there because of the holiday. Yeah, that's very circumstantial. Okay. That's dumb. So I want you to know that I got six out of ten. Woo! <laughs> so I crushed it. Uh, you got eight out of ten. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, look at you passing. You had a okay. B. It's or, okay. You know, yeah. at, you know, it could be a C actually, but uh well, my school called it a B. So, we right. called it a B minus. Well, if you were oh. 79 out of 100, that was C plus. In in college, what was it? I thought that was a C. Maybe for grad school. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. In my high school, it was ridiculous. We've talked about this before. It, yeah. I didn't I didn't Going find it ridiculous on. until you talked to everyone else. <laughs> yeah. 
it's just one of those things. Yeah. It's cool. fine, but sweet. We got through some nice Christmas questions halfway I through hope, the podcast. I hope we weren't the only ones that didn't know that stuff because... I would like That's... to meet the person that knew the last question. Be like, oh, come on, Tim. You said you you studied music history. Don't you know your history? <laughs> you have a music minor. Aren't you using it in your day-to-day life? No, I'm not. And I'm not looking up songs from 1857 about Thanksgiving concerts. Thank you very much. I... I'm salty. I would have never picked that. See, the, those, yeah. that one and the Britain one... Uh, about eggnog, I would have not never gotten. I, I, it was the two options I would have chose dead last. Um, <laughs> I forget what was the other two I got. I got the first and the third one wrong. The first one was Home Alone. Oh right, and then Mariah Carey because I I didn't say White Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. It's fine. All right. But hey, you got Hansel and Gretel right. That's all. Yeah, on a, on a on a second whim. Yeah. That's what you got to do. I hope but cool. other people learn stuff. We'll be back next week. Yes. <laughs> next. <laughs> With, yeah. I had to think about the weeks, whether Christmas was next week for some reason, even though it's three <laughs> weeks out. Um, we will be back with some more Christmas fun. Um, or sorry, holiday or fun. Han- or Hanukkah maybe next week. That will that will be an mm. interesting quiz for us to see if we knew our Hanukkah. Yeah, we should probably do that since we are we don't know anything about it. I mean, in college for one of my human behaviors classes, I had to do a report on Hanukkah with two of my colleagues, but I don't remember much were about it. Were any of them Jewish? Yes. Really? And and he did the least amount of work. <laughs> Could you guess who it is? It's <laughs> is someone it we know. No, it's not Trevor. <laughs> Uh, no, but Joe was in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe isn't Jewish. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, it's a third person. Yep. This is the last trivia question to end oh, out the God. podcast. Wait, Thanks for listening, everybody. Let's see if Deanna gets it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's someone we know from school. <laughs> That's, who else do we know that was Jewish? I don't know. Oh, God. All right. You can tell me, you can tell me off camera. Um, yeah. Off camera. What? Off mic. <laughs> it's because I'm looking at you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking at you. I genuinely don't know what the answer is. It's fine. The people it... won't want to know anyway because it's just a name. Oh, you should just I... say it. There's too much tension now. Who is it? It's Jacob. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was thinking about people we still talk to. No. Nope. Um, it was an undergrad. Wow, that's funny. I didn't recall that he was jewish at all Mm-hmm. we did the whole report and he was very re- reluctant to help us at all with any and all information <laughs> i was like jacob you celebrate it right and he's like yeah yeah and oh, I'm like so so tell us about so it and he's ago. like uh well there's this stuff and this stuff and i'm like okay anything else and he's like i don't know i'm like cool thanks you want to help us <laughs> Want to help us research? Like, it's fine if you don't know the history of Hanukkah. That's yeah. totally fine. We just needed bare bones, like, description of typical celebratory events. And he was not helpful. So I had to research it because he was just not good at, like, dissecting it and, like, structuring mm. it into something digestible for people to listen to. Dude, if people tried to make me give, like, info to them about, like, Christian holidays, 
like specifically how Catholics celebrate since I grew up Catholic, I have dumped all that info, like purposefully dumped it all. So I don't remember like any of it. Well, just for reference, I'm not saying like he needed to know super religious background stuff. He just wouldn't even research. (laughs) If we, well, I'm saying like I asked him, what are the, the main things you do? Like, let's compare it to Christmas. If I asked you, Deanna, what do you and your family <laughs> oh, yeah, do on Christmas? And we you, open gifts. <laughs> yeah. If you just said, we open gifts, we have a Christmas tree, and we put ornaments on them, and that's it. If if that was what you wanted to tell me is just the general view, and then you couldn't even tell me that, that's essentially what Jacob was doing with, with Hanukkah. He, like, couldn't even tell me the number of days that you celebrate. (laughs) He couldn't tell me, like, what the menorah was. I was like, dude, give me something. I think they put candles in it. Yeah. (laughs) Is that the one with the candles or is that the one that you eat? I always wanted to play with a dreidel. Is that the one that you spin? Yeah. He did mention a dreidel. And then I was like, cool, Trevor. Whatever. (laughs) The song, dreidel, dreidel or whatever the hell it is i always made you out of clay (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, maybe Uh, we'll do that yeah all right well thanks for joining us everyone on the long and short of it bye bye everybody have a good december of holiday hype your claps sometimes by the way are so soft in comparison to mine your sound because i'm focused on watching myself and then i realized like i'm not focusing on making a good yeah. clap i was and just then, like, focusing on your hands just palm. there because you were like <laughs> and i was like man his hands get really flat <laughs> oh god yes Let's throw that in as a blooper at the end <laughs> man his, his hands, hands get, get really, really flat, flat. <laughs> man, he, look at that man with this feminine hips and his flat, flat hands, hands. <laughs> <laughs>